This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by SeaGiant.com. For all your ticketing needs, go to www.seagiant.com. Never ever a fake ticket sold. All tickets are vetted and 100% guaranteed is offered to every buyer. Always buy it with confidence on SeaGiant.com. Just for listening to the Morning Skate, go to SeaGiant.com and use discount Morning Skate M O R N I N G S K A T E at checkout to save a bunch of money. Sports tickets, concert tickets, go to www.seatgiant.com and use discount code MORNINGSKATE to save. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Sunday, November 19th, the boys are back. It's Cat and Hal here, and we have a special guest, Shay, from U-Hawk. What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? Chilling, chilling. Hal, how are you doing, buddy? Um, so, U-Hawk uh, helps you review and relive sports through, like, a uh, most little profile and featherweight sports action camera ever made. It's designed for all encompassed athletes, and we got uh, Shay on to kind of talk to us about it, give us a quick rundown, and do the podcast with us. So, Shay... Tell us more about it, man. It, it looks fucking sick. If you guys get a chance, by the way, go to uhwk.com where you can check out like all their videos and all the shit that they've done. They've they've been kind of crushing the game. So tell us more about it. Like, how did this happen? What's what's going on over there for you? Yeah, man. Uh, thanks. It's uh, things are going well. It's been cool. It's been fun. Um, yeah, we make this uh, awesome little sports camera. Uh, it's great for uh, recording, you know, your perspective in sports whether you're using it for training or for highlights, uh, you know, or documenting your career. Uh, it's a great little product to have. Um, really easy to use. And, yeah, makes make some pretty awesome videos, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you again, if you go to the website, you can see that uh, Pavel Datsuk's an official brand ambassador, and you kind of get the lowdown of, like, what the camera looks like. Now, looking at him, it looks like it just clips right on the front of your helmet. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, it just mounts. It's it's a little different that way. Other cameras, you know, you traditionally see them as uh, you know, a little bulky or tubular. Yeah. So this one, we just thought, you know, it'd be great to have something that was, you know, more in line, flowing with the helmet, a uh, little profile, you know, stealthy looking, and uh, we designed it to mount right in the front of the helmet and kind of lines up with your eyes a little bit better that way. Uh, it's definitely, you know, more protected. And it just it just looks you know looks a lot cooler than kind of what you did traditionally see. So uh, guys uh, seem to like it for that appeal. No, for sure that that was the one thing that I I loved when I first saw because I mean most people when they think point of view they think GoPro but when you're like playing hockey or whatever and somebody has a GoPro on their helmet it's this giant big ass bulky thing that's just on the top of their helmet and you're like this kid's a fucking loser. With yours, I mean you can obviously see it, but at the same time it's not like oh that's a camera. You probably just think it's like a part of the helmet. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cool that way. So yeah, we switched it up a little bit different. Um, you know, just did our thing there, and uh, it's been going well for us. 
Now that's awesome. So if somebody wanted to buy one of these, what 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 type of process do they go for like through? Like what are the price points? Stuff like that. They are uh, if you're in you're in the States. Yeah, we're in the uh, States. Yeah, they're one seventy nine. Okay. Yeah, so up here in Canada that'll translate to uh two twenty nine. Um you can grab them at, you know, uh, a lot of sporting good retailers near you. If you're uh down in your area, if you got pure hockey. You know, Monkey Sports, Total Hockey, Total Lacrosse, uh, Monkey Sports Online. You can grab them on uhawk.com, of course. Um, you can grab them up here in Canada at Sport Check, Pro Hockey Life, uh, Sports Experts, Source for Sports. Um, Pretty much everywhere. Check out store, lake, store Locator at uhawk.com. Search your city. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. There's uh, you, you can get them on a lot of places. Uh, you know, we try to make them at a, a nice, affordable a, a price point for people. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of get you in the game, it's a really cool concept to have when it's actually like your own video that you experience from your perspective. It's cool seeing others, but it really is something special when it's actually yours. So when you try it, um, you know, it's one of those things that you really do enjoy, uh, and you know, you want to use again. And, uh, yeah, we got a whole lot more stuff coming to people. So uh, we're really excited about it. That's sick, man. Not trying to brag, but a couple of years ago, I put up 104 points in a beer league. So if I would have had one of those, you you bet your ass that there'd be a Facebook video probably every single night just trying to show people that I'm sweet but not really. But, you know, try to pump my own self-esteem just a little bit. Yeah, yeah man. That's part of the game. What? It'll even it might it might boost you a little bit. It might start popping a few more because something about gets you into that tiger vision or something. Yeah, right. You, you have the camera yeah. rolling. You want to go a little bit harder. Yeah, it just it just kind of like heightens your focus a little bit more. Now, uh, a video obviously is there audio involved as well. Yeah, there's audio. Oh, Good so audio. cool. So if you pop this thing on, it's pretty much like you're mic'd up too. Yeah. Exactly. So you see a lot of uh, you know funny things being said, uh, and yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. That's awesome, man. All right, yeah. So if you guys get a chance, go over to uhwk.com, check it out, buy one, tell them that you guys found out from the morning skate, give us a little bit of clout. I'd appreciate that. Uh, no, it looks fucking sick. I'm pumped about it. How? What do you think of this thing? It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I think uh, I'd love it if they had more of these on players. I think. I think the one point that you really made that I like too is like when you got that big GoPro taped on the helmet, it's like I'm not going anywhere near this kid. This kid's like looking for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I think I think, uh, I think just having a different type of feature like that's awesome, and I'm all for it. I, I think I think like just putting one of those on like you for a game, kid. If I if we had that, and then around Thanksgiving or something like that, and everyone's home just, like, popping at the tape and, like, having a few beers and just listening to you sound like a fucking jackass on the ice for three hours. Guilty. I think something like that would be enjoyable. I think, uh, nice little thing. Maybe, you know, Christmas time, put it in a stocking stuffer, you know, if you got a loved one. No, for sure. Especially with that coming up. It sounds fucking cool. But, uh, yeah, man. That's awesome. Uh, all right, let's get into NHL in the news. A lot of shit has happened this week, so I'm pretty pumped to talk about that. First thing, uh, Jimmy VC lost a couple teeth. 
playing against Edmonton Oilers. And uh, if you guys are stoolies and listened to Barstool Radio or saw what was going on at Spin Chicklets, Ryan Whitney kind of hung out with Kevin Hayes and Jimmy Vesey afterwards. And I uh, was talking to Jimmy about what happened. And apparently, so Zach Cassian's skate came up, caught him in the face. Cassian's laying there, stands up, looks over him, and he goes, I fucking hope you bleed out. Uh, what do you guys got on this? I mean, it's it's pretty fucked up at the same time. It's it's pretty nice to see that, that like NHL players are still savages, especially kind of, you know, it's been a little bit soft over the last couple of years. So I'm completely on board. Cassian is the kind of guy I'd want to go to war with. So what what do you guys have on that? Uh, I'll go first. I, yeah, I mean, I didn't really see it. A hundred percent. They were saying that VC slew footed him. Is that true? Yeah, I, I, it wasn't. I don't know if it was a hundred percent intentional, but his skate definitely did hit Cassian's skate and cause that to happen. Yeah, I mean, in the moment, like it sounds like ridiculous, just like incidental contact. Like I hope you fucking bleed out. But like in the moment, I think looking back as a hockey player, the one thing that pissed me off more than anything in the world is when I got slew footed or someone takes like your feet out from under you. Obviously, I'm a Bruins fan. Marshan does it all the time, but it's arguably the biggest scumbag move in the world but i'm really not calling uh bc a scumbag because like what you just said when i saw like the one time i saw it, it just didn't really look like it was anything intentional yeah it's more if incidental zach if, if zach cassian thinks he got slew footed like i think that's pretty laid back response from him I'm surprised he didn't try to spear him in the nuts when he was down or something i mean yeah it's cool it's cool to hear that just because you know like I don't know. I don't think VC would come out himself and say that casting us telling him, I hope you bleed out. But it's just nice to know that there's still that animosity. Not just pure, like, unfiltered shit talk. No, for sure. Shay, what do you got? That's, that's the thing, too. That's not even really shit talk. That's just like, that's just like, I hate you right now. Like, it's a scary guy, man. Yeah, yeah. But, except for the thing is, is say VC, say it's actually like, Cassian doesn't realize it's actually like BC's neck and he's bleeding from the neck. He does bleed out. I mean, you feel like a pretty bad guy after that one. It's bad luck. Shay, what do you got on that? Uh, I, I thought it was, uh, I, I, I didn't really think it looked intentional. I thought it was kind of accidental. At first, I was wondering if uh, Cassian hit his head because he kind of went back, but he, he looked to be all right there. Um, saw the foot came up. That was, I thought, a stroke of bad luck. Yeah. Um, you know, too bad, tough play. Uh, kind of funny way that, you know, Cassian said. I mean, he's, he's one of those guys. But, uh, you know, uh, would have been interesting to have each of their perspectives in that one. No, for sure. That, Zach Cassian, guy, he scares the hell out of me just after hearing that. I want to go anywhere near him. Uh, moving on, I'm just going to kind of give you guys a quick rundown of what has happened to Rako Gudis over the past year. First off, Michael Neuvirth last year cucked him, ended up banging his sister. His sister got pregnant, so now Michael Neuvirth is now Racco Gudis's, I guess, brother-in-law. Um, fast forward to this year, Kevin Bieksa puts him in a body bag with a Superman punch. Then a couple uh, couple weeks later, man, he, he goes full full swing on Matthew Perot, hits him right in the back of the head, slash pretty pretty bad. Uh, what, do, what do you got on Racco Gudis? His, his last year's been a bit of an emotional roller coaster. I, I I feel like he, this may have been him lashing out. He's done being bullied. What do you guys got here? I did he do it on purpose? Like, has he come out and say that he didn't mean to do it? Like, is there any? I guess he apologized okay. to Perot and like they were in the box, but that's oh, all that's I got. Me. That, that one too. That one didn't look that bad. I didn't think. I didn't think he hit him. I didn't think he. I thought he was probably going for his upper back there, and he kind of did get him upper back. He didn't get him in the head. I didn't think he really got him in the neck. So, so do you think this is more or less like Gudis's reputation where people are kind of like, what the fuck's going on? 
Well, it, it, it was malicious, but, um, you know, it could have been worse if he really wanted to get him. I think he would have, but I, I'm not, I'm not too sure. You know, I, I'm not too familiar with Goose's reputation either too much. Okay. Um, but I did see, I have seen some of the things that he's done. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm kind of drawing the line on that one. I'm not, not, not too sure if it was, in, if it was too intentional or not. All right, you're 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 playing you're playing the fence. How? What do you got on that one? Yeah, I think, dude. I don't know. I didn't think I didn't think it was that bad. Like I, I remember I forget what I was doing, but whatever night it happened, it was like Racco Gouda slashes a guy in the head. I'm like, oh Jesus, I gotta check this Classic. one. Out. And like, <laughs> part of me was hoping for like, well, I wasn't hoping for it because then Pro would be dead. But I was thinking like Marty McSorley situation, like something just very, very vicious, and it just kind of looked like. I don't know. He was in a battle with the guy. He went down. And you know how sometimes, I mean, I don't know if this is what he's trying to do. And I, you know how sometimes when a guy goes down, you just kind of fucking cross-check him, like, in the back to just really put him, smear his face in the ice? Yeah, well, I know you're there. Like, that was, my, that was my gut kind of thing, that, like, maybe he was just trying to push him down. But he cracked him in the fucking head. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing. Can't really defend it. Um, it looked cooler. I'll give him props because his helmet had fallen off. And he kind of has that mustache he has for Movember is fucking awesome. Like, say what you want, Racco Gudis. He's had a tough year for sure with his sister straying away and all that stuff that you mentioned. A guy can grow a mustache. He's pretty tough. So, I don't know. It's just another day in the life of Racco Gudis. Yeah, man. Racco Gudis. What did you think? Did you think that was, like, messed up? Like, I, on the level? Or do you think his reputation, like, elevated this to a whole new level? Uh, I think a little bit of both. I think he's just done. I think he's pissed off. Like, I think he wants to be the bully, and he's been kind of been bullied around, and he's like, I've had enough of this. And he <laughs> Yeah, just but could... Matthew Perot shouldn't be your target. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, but shouldn't it? <laughs> like, it's Matthew Perot, you know yeah, what I mean? True. But pick on the small <laughs> exactly. You, you don't. You, if you're Racco Goose, you don't pick the big guy. You, you pick like the little French dude that you can kind of you know mess with. So, um, all right, moving on. Flames Red Wings. Everybody is calling this a line brawl. I mean, I guess it is because that's the closest we've gotten to something like substantial over the last what couple years. But uh, which Witkowski and Kulak went at it. Uh, the Flames are pissed at Witkowski. Kind of banged Kulak on, on the ice afterwards. He's going to get off the ice, and Matthew Kachuk, who I love, comes over. Gets him in the back of the leg. Shit pops off. Travis Hamannick fights Anthony Mantha, who's a fucking stud. I love that Mantha kid. Uh, the the doors open. Mantha tackles him into the door. Hamannick's bleeding from the uh, from the nose. The one thing I liked about this, I give Jimmy Howard a lot of shit, but he was the first one in there. Uh, I think Ogdensburg, New York. So, quick shout out to him. Uh, what'd you guys think of this? I thought this was kind of over publicized. I didn't really think it was that big of a deal. I think Kachuk got a game, but. Uh, what yeah? What do you guys have on this like I guess new age of line brawl? Did you just say that uh, Matthew Kachuk got a game for this? Yeah, I think he got suspended a game for uh, like the slash to uh, who was it? What's Witkowski? Are you? It was like a love tap to the back of the leg. I know that's outrageous. I mean, I don't know. I thought obviously it wasn't like a crazy. Everyone has their gloves off. What do you expect when you have Michael Froelich and Gustav Nyquist and Henrik Zetterberg on the ice like? Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. Like the Detroit Red Wings, obviously they had the 90s, but like since then they've kind of gotten pushed around. No. I mean, I kind of like I liked it. I thought it was a good fight. I mean, Mantha and Hamnick, I like both those guys. They're both meat wagons. I always loved Hamnick when he was on the Islanders for He's some tough. reason. He backs it up. That's uh, I've always liked yeah. Hamnick. I mean, the kid was like a stay at home defenseman in the NHL. He was like 19. That's pretty hard to do. So 
That was impressive. You're right, dude. Uh, Jimmy Howard, Augensburg, New York, UMaine. I love Jimmy Howard. <laughs> Definitely on the tail end of his career. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he was going after – I think he was going after, like, Giordano with the blocker. I mean, he went yeah. right in there. And the funny thing, too, is the other goalie was John Gillies, who – he was the goalie when Providence won the national championship a couple of years ago. Really good kid. Oh, He's going to be a NHL, uh, what? I didn't. I didn't know that. I thought the toughest look for anybody was Zetterberg just kind of letting Jimmy Howard get like tag teamed by two people. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was tough, but at the same time, too, like John Gillies, like, what do you? Isn't it kind of tough when you see the other goalie in there and like you're standing there with your helmet and your blocker on your glove, even if the other goalie's taken? If I was John Gillies, I wouldn't run right up to Zetterberg and gave him a blocker in his mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got to join in at some point. You're right. I think Zetterberg might get a pass just because he's a legend, but I mean, I don't know. I, it was kind of outrageous all the way around, but I respect it. Shay, what do you got on this one, man? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I, I like I like the Red Wings for their skill, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, you know, I appreciate the Red Wings, you know, the grit that they had and things like that. But and I appreciate a good, you know, uh, line brawl once in a while too. But I didn't really like, you know, how this one started. Um, so, you know, I, I would have liked to see that one, you know, end a little more peacefully. Or if it's going to be a line brawl, you know, start maybe for a little bit more, a, a, a little better reason. Okay, so okay, so maybe, like, if you're going to do it, do it kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, just, yeah. I mean, it's just... It's a little bit different seeing those kinds of things, you know, in today's game, I guess. He was a little bit, uh, you know, uh, could have been a little bit more reserved, I thought, but I understand he's emotional. You know, he's in the heat of the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, if if it's not going to go on, then sometimes it's best just to, you know, keep, keep the game going. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Oh, just that, just to add, because I was just going back and looking. You're right about Zetterberg not doing anything, because Howard was going after Giordano and Kachuk, who started this all, is Who's giving awesome. <laughs> Howard like he's awesome. But at the same time, why are why are Kachuk's gloves on in this scenario? Like, how did he not drop the gloves at some point? He's giving Jimmy Howard the noogies. Like, you really have to two on one the other goalie. Yeah, I mean, he but got away with it. Third man, on, third man in the goalie. <laughs> he got away with it. But at New Age Line Brawl, it's crazy. Uh, moving on, Chris Weidman. This is more of an Evgeny Malkin thing than anything. So Evgeny Malkin kind of jumped on Chris Weidman. Chris Weidman did the splits. He uh, tore his groin. He's out for months. And then last night, Malkin went in on Crawford and kind of kneed him in the head. What, what's going on with Evgeny Malkin? Is he just out here just being a dick and hurting people, or what's going on there? I mean, dude, I... The, the split was pretty terrible. Like, yeah, was like, that wasn't great. You know, I, don't, I don't know. But at the same time... Oh, it was a hamstring, not, by the way. It wasn't a groin. Torn hamstring. Which, oh my god, I can't I mean, even imagine what that'd be like. He just plays hard, you know? Yeah, no, he is. He's, he, he's been that type of player for years. Just like, you know, your stay-at-home kind of guy who just plays that great game, but, you know, he's always there. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a great player. You know, he's a, he's a hard-nosed player. Hard-nosed, skilled player. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I think he, uh, I don't know. I think when you're just a big dude like that, you're a big rush and you just take people out with you. Uh, me, the head's aggressive, too. Those are both extremely aggressive. I 
I mean, I don't know. Malkin's one of those guys where he's obviously not that. You don't look at him and say, "Oh, that guy's tough." But I mean, I'm sure if you saw him in the locker room, you'd be like, "Jesus Christ!" And then he's got that pure Russian strength. I remember he fought Bergeron in like 2013. He took him down pretty quickly, like <laughs> kind of like Ovechkin, like you know, goal scorer. But then that you don't want to mess with Malkin and Putin's boys. No, for sure. Um, I feel like now we're kind of getting to that point of the season where. If teams are too far behind, they're not going to make the playoffs. Some teams have got a great start, so you don't know if they're going to make it. So kind of just going to go through the biggest surprises, who will make the playoffs, who won't. I'll go first. It's nice to see Vegas finally coming back down to earth in their last 10. They're 4, 5, and 1. Uh, right now, if you're looking at the standings in the Eastern Conference, it would be New Jersey, Columbus, Pittsburgh, Tampa, Toronto, Ottawa, the Islanders, and Washington. And then if you're looking at the Western Conference, you got St. Louis, Winnipeg, Nashville, uh, LA, Vegas, Calgary, and Chicago and Dallas. So, uh, I mean, if I'm going to say something, I don't think I don't think New Jersey's going to stay this high. I can't see them making the playoffs. I mean, they may end up making the playoffs, but I guess miracles do happen. Um, I see them falling out, and a team that I would keep my eyes on making the playoffs in the Eastern Conference would be Carolina. They're very young, and they added uh, they added Williams for a little bit of a veteran presence, who I think is going to be great for a young team like that. And then with the West. Obviously, I don't think Vegas has any sort of chance. Maybe they do, maybe they don't, but I just don't see that lasting. And one of the teams that, I mean, they have 19 points in 18 games, Anaheim Ducks, they've been rattled with injuries. Everybody's been injured. I can see them making a run once they get everybody healthy. So that would be my take. What do, what do you guys got on that? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot, of par- a lot of parody, like, in the sense that, they always say, like, Thanksgiving, like, you can really tell if teams are in or out. But mm-hmm. the problem I have with the standings this year is, like, if you look at the Eastern Conference, outside of Tampa and Toronto, like, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, there's, like, 12 teams that are, like, within six points of each other. Like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty down the middle. I don't think we're going to have, like, a huge barn burner of, like, just teams running away with it. I think it's going to be a pretty close race this year. You have... I mean, your Rangers are sitting right there. Uh, my Bruins are right there, too. I think both teams can make a push. Maybe wild card or last spot will be interesting. I mean, just to talk about my Bruins for a second, I thought, just looking back at, like, the last week, they won last two games on that road trip. First time all year they've won back-to-back games. They have Marshan out, Bjork, Spooner back. It's been a real tough go or a tough season, but their rookies are producing, so I have hope there. I mean... Really, I could see almost anybody. The I can't see Montreal, Florida, Buffalo. I don't see those three teams making the playoffs this year, which is good news. But anybody else in the East, I could see. And then if you flip over to the West, Vegas is going to continue to fall. So, I mean, the Pacific Division will probably be L.A., Calgary, Dallas, and then, shit, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, it'll be interesting for sure. I think there aren't too many teams that you can say are in or out at this point. Uh, I was wrong about Dallas, and the one team I was super wrong about was Tampa. They're on a tear, and they're going to continue that tear for the rest of the season. So, I mean, do you think Tampa's the favorite to win the cup at this point? This <laughs> I don't season? know. Like, they played tw- they played twenty games and have only lost three in regulation. It's going to be the least place. It's going to be the least this year. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, Anderson's been fucking hot. Uh, he's been arguably probably one of the best goalies all year. He's been kicking, and uh, they got Matthews back. I see Shay. Is that your team? You like Toronto? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Toronto. That's got to be nice being able to watch Austin Matthews every night. 
Oh, get to watch them all. You know, they're all there's so, there's so many great players on that team right now. Matthews is phenomenal. Uh, you know, Martin, Neander, Kadri, all these guys. See, my my uh, issue with the Leafs, like, are you convinced on their like defensemen? Do you think they have a good enough defense to kind of get you there? Uh, maybe on another piece, but I think I think as a as a whole as a unit, they do really well. I like you that know? Riley kid. That like, Riley kid really good. You know, like you know, you can maybe argue uh, for maybe a, like a more veteran piece somewhere in there, but like. Uh, as a unit, and you know, even even all of them, they all they all do really well. I, I like the, the Leafs' core right now. As a team, they're great defensively. Plus, they got the great goaltender. So, um, I think they they definitely have what it takes to compete. You know, who knows if this is their year? Obviously, uh, it's very early into the uh, you know the game plan for them. But uh, I think they're looking great. Um, obviously, uh, Tampa's looking good. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's starting to, you know, hum along nicely as well. The mm-hmm. East is looking great. The West is strong as usual. It's it's tight, you know, it's tight to say this time of year, you know, how things shake out. A little bit of a surprise, obviously, you know, the start that Montreal had. Um, but, you know, overall, uh, and Edmonton too. Edmonton, I'm surprised uh, where they're sitting as well. But Yeah, uh, that's kind of crazy that Edmonton's team, doing that bad. To watch. Yeah. Do you think Edmonton's got any chance in 20 games or 7, 11, and 2? They only have 16 points. Do you think they're going to make a run? Or I mean, that's confusing. They A lot of people had them picked, maybe not a cup, but definitely making a run this year, and they're second to last, and, and the Western Conference are only five points up on the Arizona Dirt Dog. So. Yeah, that, that, still, that still surprises me. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that, I think we'll see. They'll, they'll definitely have a, a better uh, last half, last 60% than, you know, the first – First uh, few months here, it'd definitely be cool yeah. to see them make a run. I, I I have a hard time believing. I mean, I know they're not a perfect team, and I don't really think this is their year to win the cup or anything in Edmonton. But I think it'd be you can look at it right now and say like, yeah, they're five points out of the playoff race. It's like first quarter of the season. But I think McDavid could easily will his team to like a ten straight, you know, like a ten game win streak. And that's all you need. You really just need one win streak. If you're one of those teams in the bottom kind of like clawing your way in. If you get one win streak, kind of look at Columbus last year. They had that crazy one, and then they just coasted for the rest of the year. So if you win 10 straight, you're pretty much set. So you're almost come close to making the playoffs. So. That's a team that can definitely do it with Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl up there. And Cam Talbot, who's, I think, one of the top three goalies in the league. So definitely something to watch. But uh, um, So that's been our NHL in the news segment. So right now we're going to have Dominic Moore let us know about our heroes and zeros. Hey fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. My hero of the week, Shay, normally what we do is we say, you know, who our hero would be, who our zero would be. We're going to kind of alternate. So we'll do heroes first, and then we'll come back to zeros. My hero of the week, I mean, it, it happens every week, but this week I just saw this guy with a custom Edmonton Oilers jersey, number 69, and the last name on the jersey was Ass Eating Season. So, I mean, my heroes of the week are guys that do this. The, the balls that you have to have to wear something like that and walk around the rink and, like, not care about what people think is just wild. Like, I would never even begin to even think about doing something like that. I know it's a huge hard move, but, I mean, you, you go viral. So I, I would say my hero of the week are the guys that just give zero fucks and just put whatever they want on the back of their jersey. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty aggressive. I don't know if I could do that either, but... That's what I'm saying. Like, can you imagine just being like, yeah, this, this seems like a good idea. Did it show his face? Like, <laughs> no, uh, just, just right on the back. Just strictly, strictly back. That guy looks like. 
Probably frequents the Pornhub comment section. Or something <laughs> That's what like I'm that. saying. Like you're walking around, there's little kids just me like, "Mommy, Daddy, what does that mean?" Then, like, <laughs> what do you do about that? I, yeah, that's that's a tough look. I'll go. Uh, I'll go. My hero of the week uh, last night, Milan Lucic, back up to his old ways. He he ran over. Speaking of a guy who just doesn't give a fuck, ran over Ben Bishop. Just oh really? Plowed him over behind the net. Kind of tried to play it off like he didn't. Classic him, but he yeah. clearly just ran him over. So, just Milan Lucic. I mean, I know people, his contract's kind of ridiculous, but guy's still out there doing the same thing, just not really caring. I mean, I think John Klingberg went up to him. It's like, what is Klingberg going to do when <laughs> Lucic runs the goalie over? So, it's good to see that Luch is still just kind of throwing his weight around and hitting goalies. Yeah, never, never changing. Yes, that's well. like his thing. Him and Kreider. Yeah. I got to throw my uh, hero of the week out to. Connor Stokes, business partner, heck of a guy. Yeah. Carrying the weight, doing his thing, <laughs> listening right now, Stokesy. Yeah, here of the week for uh, Stokesy. No, for sure, and he, he was a guy that got us into contact with you guys. So, uh, this week coming up in Niagara Falls, get to spend a good few days together, have some fun. So, uh, a couple of heroes this week together. There you go, pound some beers, love it. I love oh, Niagara Falls. I remember, I forget what casino it was, but I used to go up there and bet on CFL games, just get drunk at the bar all day. That was like my favorite spot going up to Niagara Falls. <laughs> Chilling at the falls, loving That's it. That's my story. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my zero of the week goes to uh, Vegas social media. Now that Vegas isn't playing that well, now they're like, oh, why are people chirping us and stuff? It's kind of nice to see that kid get put back into his place. Again, I would love to know who it is, but... Zero of the week is definitely goes to the Vegas social media who can't can't uh, take being chirped on social media and go on and just cry about it. So that'd be my my uh, zero of the week. Yeah, dude, I told you. Remember, you were all in on the Vegas social media. I told them. I told you it wasn't going to work out. And I'm well, that's that's fine. Terms. Yeah, I understand that. But it would have been way cooler if like they were being chirped and like they just chirped right back and just like came off the top rope. Like you can't complain about people like beaking you. Like you know what I mean? No, that's that's the issue. Like if you're well, there's many issues with this Twitter account, in my opinion. But the major one that's coming out of this week, and I just noticed this too, is like if you're gonna run the Vegas Golden Knights Twitter account and you're gonna be snarky and like chirp people and do stuff like that, like that's all fine and dandy. But you have to realize you are an expansion team. Like, you're going to lose. But you can't use that as an excuse. Yeah. Like, imagine being in the locker room and being like, oh, the social media guy is talking about how we're a Cinderella story. It's like, why are you calling your team a Cinderella story? They're professional hockey players trying to grind it out and muck it out. And they're 11-6-1, which is, like, asinine for where people thought they were going to be. So, I'd, like, I don't know. Just log off. Like the, And the L.A. Kings, like, Twitter, like, cool, you guys – Got a W on social media, like fucking awesome. <laughs> they need I hate it. that shit. I hate that <laughs> shit. I just want my team to like tweet out like scores. Like, don't talk to each other, make jokes, and start memeing off. Yeah. God damn it. But uh, my zero of the week is going to go to me just because I mean, I was a last second edition of this podcast. I almost missed two straight. Uh, I don't have Kate, I don't have cable. I'm like, it's tough. It's tough to do a hockey podcast when you have know, cable, guys. Like I wasn't wasn't that prepared this week. I haven't seen much hockey. I feel so out of the loop. It's been one week. The Bruins been on a Western road trip. I didn't catch a single game. I missed four Bruins games last year. I missed three this week. Like Jesus, I, I I'm just at the point right now. I don't know what to believe in anymore. Like 
I haven't seen hockey. I don't have cable. I, I'm a mess. I have a new job, which is good, but like, I just need to sit down at 7 o'clock and watch a hockey game to restore my sanity because I haven't done that in a long time. It's starting to get that to me. So I, zero of the week, me figure it out. Maybe I, I'll get NHL center ice or something. I support that zero of the week. Shane, what about you? Oh, man, you're making me do a zero of the week? I mean, you don't have to, but that's kind of what we do. Oh, dude. You know what? Maybe maybe you don't have to do zero of the weekend. We can focus this week on positivity. <laughs> oh, dude! Yeah, let, let's do that. Let's All right, that's that. what we'll do. U Hawks. That you know what? That's a positive, positive shit. I, I respect it. Um, <laughs> for first ever non-zero of the week, I love that. that <laughs> monumental, right there. Um, and lastly, we're just gonna move on. We're gonna do our three stars. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. So three stars of the week with U-Hawk uh, on, obviously, I think want to be a great idea. We're going to do the three hockey moments that you wish someone had the U-Hawk camera on to experience or watch. So, uh, Shay, do you, do you want to go first? you want to uh, let us know one of your moments? Let's start with... Um... It's a shocker, uh, Gronkowski, one of those guys in that Red Wings, uh, Calgary Flames brawl. But yeah. I'd like to hear what one of those guys were saying to make him uh, get all riled up. Yeah, no, that definitely yeah. wouldn't be bad to have, like, because you, you see it from the outside. That would have been kind of sick. To, or, like, whoever, maybe Jimmy Howard put that, because I don't think Jimmy Howard's yeah. helmet came off, so just him getting tag team while Zetterberg was behind him being like, guys, stop it. <laughs> yeah, that, it would have been fun to, to, to toggle, to toggle around there. I like that one. Uh, my my first moment, uh, I think this one was an easy one. 1980, Mike Ruzioni uh, scoring that goal against the uh, Soviets to put the U.S. up. I think that – I can't even imagine what, like, that vision would have been like. That would have been fucking awesome. So uh, my first star goes to Rizzo. I would like to have uh, uh, my other on Dougie Gilmore in 93-94 during the playoffs. Yeah. The whole, the whole run, the whole run. Guy was a fucking savage. How, how do you have any of any stars? I, I, I know a few of the teammates too. Andre Chuck, Clark, uh, Potvin. Uh, I would like to see all of that. That would have been great. Wendell Clark was a fucking savage. The, the, the light, the, the lightning returns in POV. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> yeah, fucking sick. That one. VHS. <laughs> how how what do you got? Well, I'll stick. I'll stick first. I'll go. Leafs, uh, we got a little Leafs theme going right now. I'm just thinking to myself, there was a body camera and it was mic'd up watching Ty Domi pull that fan into the penalty box just to hear that exchange. Oh my just God. like, I don't know, just like hearing him hit that fan and just like, you gotta think that fan's like, I don't know, screeching. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Just getting that whole exchange would be perfect. Like you can read his lips and stuff, but to hear that mic'd up would be like a dream come true. Because you got to think the guy in the penalty box was just like Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think when the fan first like fell in, the first thing that you would hear would just be like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and then just like a punch of punches to the face. That's yeah. a good one. Um. You want me to keep rattling them off? Uh, uh, let me. I'll do my second one, dude. Don't get don't get too stir crazy on me. Uh, my second one would would be on Theo Fleury in the nineteen eighty seven Canada USSR bench clearing brawl. 
uh, that would be fucking sick. Cause you know Theo Fleury was a little shit when he was playing, so I can't imagine what was said or what was going on in the ice when the Russians and the Canadians were battling back then. I think if we had a, a video on something like that, that would have been fucking epic. Yeah, that would be cool. I think if going inter- going international, uh, this is like a very obscure reference, but I'm going to toss it out there anyway. Uh, shout out Belarus Hockey Olympics, you know, former Soviet. 2002 Olympics when Tommy Sala led in a goal from like the red line for Belarus to eliminate Sweden from the Olympics. I would just like to hear what Tommy Sala is saying in his head because you got to think like, you just let your whole country down. Country like Sweden, you got like it's a pretty small country. Hockey is your one sport. You got an Olympic gold, and you just let in the puck from the red line to some country that just like had their freedom given to them like ten years ago. So tough go, but I think just like capturing that moment, mic'd up, and like seeing the goal going, and just like you ever see when the goalies are just lying on the ice in defeat after like an overtime loss. Yeah, just hearing those thoughts. I know it's probably not a lot, but just like oh fuck me. Yeah, like the the pure emotion that comes from it as well. Uh, Shay, what, Shay, you got a second one? Or was your, your second one with Dougie Gilmore, right? Yeah, I went Dougie. So am I, I'm on number one now already? Yeah, yeah. Sure are. Oh, man. Uh, Kids uh, cruising. Uh, we, may, we may give you four stars just because there was no zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it moves over. Um, <clears throat> all right. I like... Uh, If you, if you want a little bit of time to think about, it, I can go with my uh, with my first. No, oh, okay, I'll save my first. My my second. This one's a little bit. Uh, uh, I like the the Brett Hall the point in the in the in the shootout the All Star. I would have liked to see that. Oh yeah. I, I, I used that. I used that one for our Kickstarter video when we launched it. I started it off with the point. <laughs> that would have been fucking sick. That guy just. His shot was. Uh, do you think he has the best shot ever? It's got to be top five at least yeah, at the that, very that least. That snapper when he let that go, that point that was so smooth. Yeah, uh, that would have been great from both angles. Yeah, that was, one, that was a classic. Yeah, can you imagine being the goalie, being like, "Oh shit, he's pointing." <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you gonna yeah. do now? No, that's a good one. Uh, my third one, I'm gonna go Darren McCarty uh, beating the shit out of Claude Lemieux after Lemieux like. Uh, pretty much tore Chris Draper's head off. I think that would have been fucking cool. And then and then maybe, like, in the peripheral vision of it, like, seeing Patrick Waugh and Brendan Shanahan, like, jumping at each other, I think that would be a pretty epic moment to have, have that on your helmet. Yeah. I, I would like a point-of-view version of uh, 2011, say, like, a final Marshawn was speed-bagging Sedin in the face, and Sedin was just taking it. Like, Warren, like a bobblehead. Just to see that close-up, just a guy, yeah, just head snap back repeatedly. And then, too, like, I'm sure Marshan was saying some extremely emasculating shit. Like, that would be, like, an all-timer just to hear what he was saying while like, speed-bagging somebody who wasn't even saying anything, just kind of looking at the ground crying to himself. So that would be one for me, just a little personal pleasure. No, I I can totally see that. that I mean, just Sidine just taking it and taking it and taking it. And, but, I mean, Marshan was probably confused. He's probably like, why isn't this guy doing anything? Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? I have never in my life like played hockey. Like when you get in a skirmish like that, just had one guy be like, you know what? Do what you want with me. <laughs> have have your like, way with me. Being <laughs> like submissive to you, it's like oh, okay. Like I would probably stop. And be like I don't know what this guy wants. This guy's crazy. Right? Like God. Him. Like God damn it! This was supposed to be fun. You ruined everything. 
Okay. I mean, this is there's there's man there's a there's a lot of really great moments and historic moments too. Yeah. But I'm thinking kind of right now just recent from from pure excitement and uh, I I remember the World Junior moment with Jonathan Taze going three in a row. That would have been really neat. Yeah. And it's just you know, but uh, I I also think the probably I'd have to go with the Sidney Crosby goal. You know that. The, the so-called golden goal. Yeah, there's so many of them. I had that on like my honorable mention. I had Crosby golden goal in the first yeah. Winter Classic shootout. What's that? I had I had that on my honorable mention. I mean, Sidney Crosby scored so many memorable goals. Like the two I wrote down were golden goal and first Winter Classic shootout. Like when it was and snowing there's, out. There's so many historic moments, right? Like the Bobby Orr moment, all these kind of things. Oh, kind that'd of, be fucking cool, yeah. Bobby Orr flying through the air. Yeah, of course, of course. Like that is the moment, right? But it feels strange even thinking about putting uh, the camera back then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm like dishonoring that moment, but man, it'd be special. Yeah, that'd be fucking yeah. sweet. But, I think uh, that's such a great historic moment, you know, as it is. So. Yeah. Thinking about Sidney Crosby, I was just thinking, like, if you had a, if you had one of these cameras on him when he was, uh, when he was like in youth hockey, and he was like a nine-year-old playing against thirteen-year-olds, just like dangling and putting like 172 points and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that would be electric just to see like that ten-year-old kid just like putting mm-hmm. up so many points, just yeah. watching these like older kids just get demoralized night in and night out. Dude, well, that's, that's not a bad idea for you, Shay. If you can find like some fucking younger kids that are tearing shit up and send them one of the camera, and then who knows? Maybe the next one, Sidney Crosby. You have that POV from like when he was nine years old. That'd be pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's, you know, there's kids out there listening. Get at me. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the last one that I had, another honorable mention. I think if you just put a camera on Scott Stevens, like throughout his entire career. Like, every big hit that he had. I mean, I didn't like him. I thought he was kind of a scummy. But, like, him just bearing Lindros and, like, Paul Correa. And, like, the seconds leading up to the hit, like, no, he, like, him knowing that he has you, like, right where, like, he wants you. Like, that would have been kind of sick to, like, kind of see, like, his vision. Because, I mean, he was kind of like a linebacker in, in a sense. He was just always looking for that big pop. And, I mean, how many did he have? He he, he gave out a lot of concussions. He's lucky he's not playing nowadays. He, he probably would have been suspended from the game. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, and guys, I don't think back then, you know, uh, we knew, we knew you shouldn't be doing that, but I don't think guys back then knew the extent, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that stuff at all. So, um, you know, I, I love a big, good, clean hit, but uh, I don't like the head hunting, and uh, I don't think it belongs in the game. So, you know, my I hope that a lot of kids, you, a lot of kids get discovered with this camera and do, you know, post their highlights and their skills, you know, and start, you know, getting training videos of themselves and getting themselves noticed and, you know, having a lot of fun with the camera. Um, you know, and I also do hope that it, that, it, that it cleans up the game, you know, that people are a little bit more honorable and respectful, you know, because everything is, is there and, you know, you want to maintain a good reputation because you care about that. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, I, I hope it, you know, just clean up the game. And I hope that people really use it for their enjoyment, entertainment, and for their education, for their sports IQ. Yeah. For, you know, uh, the opportunity to see the game begin from your own perspective. Um, you know, it's a really valuable thing. So, no, I think, I think what you guys do are awesome. I think it's fucking beyond cool. Um, 
I, I mean, I can't wait to to kind of just stick around with it and like kind of make some pretty fucking sweet videos and help, you know help you get your word out and at the same time provide like some pretty sweet content for our viewers and our listeners and stuff like that. So pretty pumped about it. And uh, sounds good. All right, awesome. All right. I look forward to seeing you doing your thing. Fuck yeah. Um, Can I say something? Yeah, go for it. I just I just thought of this. Did we talk about this? Did you talk about the Winter Classic last podcast when I wasn't here? No, I didn't. Okay, so I'm Bruins fan one, two. And this makes me an even worse person. I, I like Notre Dame football. Yep, you like the so, Patriots too, probably. Oh, I like all New England sports teams. So I guess I'm the worst person. New England sports plus Notre Dame football means like Jesus. Figure it out. But uh, what's up with the NHL? Like, what is what is this decision? Like, I should be pumped up for this. And like, part of me kind of is selfishly like it's going to be the Anders Bjork game because he went to Notre Notre Dame. But, like, I've already talked about how, like, these Winter Classics are losing their lust and, like, <laughs> I'm kind of getting sick of them. Like, why are the Chicago Blackhawks in another Winter Classic? Like, and it's the Bruins' third one, too. Like, mix in a different team. Like, get, like, I don't know, like, get, I know it's Canadian teams. Get Toronto versus Edmonton. It would be huge in America, too, for hockey fans. Put it on NBC. Don't be scared of the ratings. Like, I don't need to watch the Blackhawks, who are clearly starting to, like, lose that appeal of being like the superstar team why do we need them for like the 10th time in an outdoor game who made this decision it's just stupid i mean i just think the nhl and their marketing is stupid i feel like i i i couldn't disagree more with you i think with you have the notre dame which notre dame when you think of that football wise you think you think history right like you think like classic classic uh college football team so if, if you're gonna put a winter classic together in, in south bend and notre dame i think it has to be original six so, and then when you go in that case, you're probably going to want American teams just because it's like it's a college football thing. I don't think you're going to put a Canadian team in like a United States college football stadium. So from there, you have the Rangers have it this year. I think the Bruins were a no-doubter. And original six, you keep with the Blackhawks. I, I think, I understand what you're saying where it's kind of losing its luster and shit like that. But when it was announced that the Blackhawks were playing the Bruins in Notre Dame, I was actually kind of jacked up for it. I was like, I, I thought they kind of nailed it. I guess, dude. I don't know. It's just like, do you get what I'm saying with the Blackhawks? Like, we get it, NHL. They're awesome. Mm -hmm. No, I do, but, I mean, you can't put the Rangers in. Again, I want to put a Canadian team just because it's, like, college football. If it was anything else, I, here, like, why don't they do, like, a huge winter – have they done a winter classic, like, a huge winter classic in Canada? Well, you remember there was that one way back where it was, like, Jose Theodore had, like, the uh, – what was the first one? It was, like, the first Heritage Classic. Do you know what I'm talking about? I forget who Montreal played, but it was Montreal and – I don't know. I remember Jose Theodore being out there. Yeah, that was like before this whole like thing started. That was back in like 03. So, I mean, Canada's done it, and I know they do it. I'm pretty sure they do a game every year, but it's just not publicized in the U.S., which is kind of a shame because I feel like outdoor Canada game, like that should be a big deal for the sport. Like that's the heritage of the sport. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like, oh, cool. Like where are the Rangers playing this year and who are they playing? They're playing, they're in Yankee Stadium and they're fucking playing the Sabres. They, they swung and miss on that one. They played the like, Flames. I, don't, I won't care. Why did they pick the Sabres? Like, there's two other teams that the Rangers are closer <laughs> to their rivals. Even, like, Philly. I Philly, think, did Philly, that already happened, didn't it? Yeah, Rangers, and then the Rangers, Devils, Rangers, Islanders happened as well. There's just so much. There's so much with so little. Like, I don't know. Throw in, like, throw in <laughs> Vegas or something. It's their first year in the league. Give them a winner classic, goddammit. Yeah, it's a show. Very NHL marketing. I love NHL marketing. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, so I guess that's the podcast. Uh, Shay, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it, man. Can't wait to try out that uh, camera. Uh, actually, uh, I don't know when we're going to get it, but December 2nd, quick shout-out for everybody. We're going to be doing, like, a... A morning skate behind the scenes with the ECHL team, Adirondack Thunder. Uh, We're doing that on December 2nd. Like I said, it's the teddy bear toss, so we're going to get in the locker room, hang out with the players, uh, get on the ice, uh, morning skate. Maybe not morning skate. I think we may go to a practice and kind of make it look like we're on the ice for the morning skate and then go to the game. Uh, I'll probably be there when the teddy teddy bear toss occurs and shit like that, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, so keep, keep your eye out for that. And, uh, Shay, again, thanks for coming. Do you want to let people know where they can go one last time? Social media, stuff like that. Sweet, man. Do you, do you have a camera for the teddy bear toss? I would love that. I would love to get that for that. I'll hook up with him to that. All right, cool. He's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Check it out. Uh, you can uh, get it at uhawk.com. UHWK.com. Um, got a lot of good videos on there. You know, we're the official camera of the National Cross League. So uh, if you ever want to check what it's like to uh, get inside the shoes of those guys down uh, floor speed uh, in a game like that, uh, real cool videos. Uh, you know, we got a lot of Canadian Hockey League stuff on there. We got some customer submitted content. Uh, we got a whole type of type of different action sports, you know, some MMA stuff. Um, so yeah, it, it, check it out. Uh, nice little camera. Uh, it's a great great little tool for for all the athletes out there. All right, awesome man. Make sure to check that out. And uh, everybody, if you get a chance, just tweet at at morning underscore skate and just tell Hal to get his shit together. I think uh, if, if we if we get that going, that'll light a fire. And I think this week maybe he'll watch more than zero games. What do you think, Hal? I mean, dream big, but I don't know. I, I got to get back in the groove. I'm sorry. I let everyone down. It's all good, man. But, Shay, thanks for coming on. Hal, thank good. you for coming on. Nice talking to you guys, eh? Awesome. And uh, we will see you guys next week. I came to dance, 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 dance I hit the floor cause that's my plans, 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 plans I'm wearing all my favorite brands, 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 brands Give me some space for both my hands, 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 hands You, you, cause it goes on and on and on